guys. Uh, hey guys, welcome to our fourth podcast with uh, Frankenstock. This is Ethan. This is Kayla. Sophia. Uh, the aesthetic theory within Frankenstein, as well as um, the Rhyme Ancient Mariner. So- I'm going to start off with comparing the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and Frankenstein. So towards the end of the book for Frankenstein, when Victor wanted to commit suicide after the monster went to see him, he uh, because he requested a companion, like a mate. So the monster shall each beast have his mate and I be alone. So I think here Victor feels frustrated and so lost that he goes out to the nat- nature which calms him down because of all the beauty that's revolving around him. And this is relatable to the poem because um, in one of the parts, uh, one of the men on the ship found land, but there was no sign of life, which made him sad and depressed. But then they found a holy bird, which is known as like the Christian soul, appeared and they they gave it gave them hope, just uh, like the nature gave Victor hope. The, on the topic of birds and the uh, the Ramination Marin, the Ramination Mariner, uh, and in part one, there is this albatross that um, helped them out throughout the um, the fog and um, the floating ice, I believe, like the mist. Yeah. And like, um, like. Uh, they said, like, the albatross, there's one quote, and said, like, the albatross proved good on them and followed the ship through fog and floating ice. And then, towards the end of the part, you see the ancient mariner, like, shooting him down with the crossbow. And, like, it said in this other quote, like, the ancient mariner, in hospitality, in hospitality killed the highest spirit of gun omen. And I kind of see the albatross as the creature in some sort, like, even if they do good, or no matter what they what good they do, or how good they seem, they'll always be hurt for being recognized as something else. And I think that was like one of the connections that I made when I uh, when I read the Ancient Mariner, specifically that part. Something that I found similar in the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner was one that the curse liveth for him in the eye of the dead man. And I just find it similar to Frankenstein because when Victor made the monster, he didn't realize how, like, he didn't realize how it would affect him in his everyday life. And now the monster haunts him, like, forever. And even it's, like, the cause of dying. And same with the Ancient Mariner, like, from this, like, it's always gonna haunt him forever. To go off on that, like, how he's haunted in both the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and Frankenstein, it shows that in part three, when all of his shipmates are basically dead on the ship, and he's the only one, like, left kind of shows like how his decisions of calling out to the other ship which like led to death and the siren 
also like resembles Frankenstein and how after he created the monster it led to his own like struggles and basically throughout the rest of his entire life he had to deal with the consequences of his actions um I think like overall both texts kind of utilize nature to correspond to like the character's mood like in the poem when it was like the weather was nice and sunny the characters were in a good mood but in Frankenstein when Victor went to the North Pole um like the coldness kind of symbolized just how like lonely and like cold um a difference that I found between Frankenstein and the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner was in part four, towards the end, once the mariner starts to pray, um, eventually the spell does begin to break. And it's, he's basically like asking like for, he's like realizing what he was doing is wrong. And I think it's like different from the, from Frankenstein because like Victor, he can never stop the monster like the monster is like always going to be an ongoing like burden and like something that he can't stop i want to pick up from the coldness as well like i feel like um if nature is like really if nature is like cold or like in like a winter vibe i can't think like um some calamity might happen because like you see in the beginning with albatross when they're going through the ice and floating ice uh, the mist and floating ice um they're kind of freaking out a bit and then when you see frankenstein usually most of frankenstein's trauma comes from the monster um uh doing all these stuff like killing all these people and all that and that's when like you said like um this winter has been passed most miserably or tortured i feel like he suffered the most trauma from that from that season as well for mine <laughs> I put it that um, there's like a sublime what is it like sublime nature yeah there we go <laughs> a sublime nature in, uh, the rhyme of the inner, an infinite the infinite it like as the sailors are stuck stuck in the ocean, they're all in the verge of starvation. Really, their call for help is basically to their death. So I think it kind of shows like yeah, hunting theory. <laughs> yeah, and another one I, that I found was picturesque. In the in Frankenstein, when Henry and Victor were going to travel to Europe, because Victor, Victor needed to build a female mate for the monster. Well, yeah, he was kind of forced into it. Um, they traveled like all over Europe, like in London, and even in the end of March, they went um, to Scotland, and then Victor set a laboratory in an island which showed like all the landscapes that were happening 
and then in the poem uh, I think this could relate back to it especially in the beginning when the sailors were telling and emphasizing how strong the storm really was um, but at least they got through it and stuff specifically when Victor um, was trying to find that soothing place and built the monster but he didn't want any uh, pressure like revolving him like the men on the ship Um, another one add-on to that is I think nature influences mood a lot, especially in uh, Frankenstein. Like an example is when William and Justine, when they both died, Victor, he goes up to the mountains to like kind of like lift off all of the heavy weight and like all of like, the spirits off of him. And another one is how like the monster feels down during the winter a lot. However, when the spring arrives, like, he feels more, like, airy and, like, happy. Um, I think in both texts, there was, like, a major theme of unnatural versus, like, versus, like, natural, especially in, um, um, This is such a large theme because of Mary's settling. And like all the unnatural deaths that happened in her life, she kind of like corresponded into her writing. And um, in the poem, with like the characters finding the ghost ship, and um, yeah. Uh, I could add um, Elizabeth's um, note to uh, to Victor, and, like when she said, "Like I confess to you, my friend, that when I saw you, you last autumn, so unhappy." Find the solitude from the society of every creature. You kind of see it as a that like picturesque, uh, what's what it's called, picturesque. Yes. And it's like um, she kind of like binded um, the season autumn with um, uh, Victor's unhappiness or solitary. And that's how I kind of see it like that as an aspect theory with Elizabeth relating to uh, Victor. So thank you for listening to another episode of Frankentalk, and we hope to see you next week. Um, bye. <laughs>